Let's roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. Join your hosts, Mark Zylinski, Jeremy Duval, and Rob Fanouf as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. I'm live at Mountaineer GT, and I'm with the infamous. Na- infamous is a good is a good adjective. Infamous, for you. infamous villain, heel. Yeah, uh, but I've really been toning that stuff. You down, have been. So I mean. So- I mean yeah, and so, it's hard because I want to go back to my roots all the time because I have so much fun with it and I have too much time on my hands. But last thing I want to do is offend anybody. So those that may not have figured this out, this is the infamous George O'Connell. George, welcome to the show. Listen, I am on the premier podcast, the number one podcast on the internet for Kings of War. Thank God that you set the standard so high. That's right. So, George, <laughs> what army did you bring to this event? Mountain Energy Jesus 2250. Yeah, this is the debut of my newest army. I call it the Green Hand of Death. It's Goblins. Goblins. It's really brought me back. Allies into the in there too, or no? Just yes, I did. What's in the list? All right, we've got uh, a rabble with Dedum a dragon kind. I use that basically like somebody else will use a flagget with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gives extra ten breaths. Basically, this is a list that's stolen off of Aaron Chapman's fantastic build, which you saw it, in person. Yes, and it does so well that I. I just do it at a cheaper point level than what Aaron can. Right. But I got a bunch of rabble units. I got three hordes of them. Then I got the um, the regiment with the um, dragon of Deedum. And my allies, I bring in a regiment of reverence. And those guys are great because they're slash 17. But my footprint is not as big as his. Because his is like 40, 40 inches, where mine comes in at 28 inches. So it's a little bit more maneuverable. And then I also throw three slashers up there to act as to act as a deterrent to. So, yeah. And I had my trombones behind them, and it works right. really fantastic. Right. So this is not your first time at Mountaineer GT? This is my third. Tell me a little bit about the history of the Mountaineer and what do you like about it? This is sort of our Super Bowl here in, in the Mid-Atlantic, Mid-Atlantic mm-hmm. yes. It usually draws the most people. they got great surprise support. Chris Fisher does so much for the hobby, and his gaming store is fantastic. It's just a fantastic event. If you're going to hit a Mid-Atlantic event, if you want to go for a home hometown feel where you're just like relaxed where everyone's just having a good time hit the vanguard but if you want to go to the super bowl event it's right now it's this event it's the mountaineer gt and people brought harder lists well i was just going to say one of the things we were talking offline was that the lists that we're seeing are pretty rough give me some examples of pretty rough lists i mean yours is pretty rough mine is brutal but i wouldn't blush in a room like this with your list yeah they got um one kin armies which is really fantastic because it's so good at stealing objectives and grabbing um, grabbing spots on the board. That's got seven flyers. That's with a gun line behind it. You've got a Ratkin army here that's got, I think, 26 or 28 unit strength. And it's got like six, seven units of Hordes of Blight? I think it's five. It might be six. But it's fantastic. I played it in a practice game last night, and it's just a vicious army. Rules committee, stop. Stop it. you you got to turn around make everything where it's just three, please. So as a power gamer, you make it too easy for us. Take that away from us. Right. But his army was really good. I'll give you another one that I really like. Historicals, like every um, Clash of Kings, we nerf things and that are too good. Well, the rules committee's got to hit historicals, and they got to stop things like, I'll give you the um, the Chiseliers for the French, and you really think, well, French is not that great of an army. But it is when you take five units, 
that are the um, Chiseliers or Cavaliers because with Joan of Arc behind them, they're 16, 18, or, which is totally better than anything that Kingdom men or Brotherhood or anything else gets. They also get Elite. Yep. It gets Headstrong on 3+. Plus. And it also has the ability to get Vicious and Fury. I mean, they're really good, but when it's 200 points and the Kingdom of Men right. is Don't paying the same price, right. that's why people will take it and then you'll spam five. Another one of my favorite ones is, I, mean, I don't know what you were thinking about by giving um, that upgrade to Leona's Coven because everyone's running out. Yeah, the yeah. formation. That's just, for the point cost, when you're making everything fearless, and if something's not shambling in my book or can't march, that's the only unit should be fearless because it makes it too quick for them. You've got a bunch of really good players, really hard lists. And I think the reason, like, if you really go to a Mid-Atlantic event, normally people don't play a hard list as this. But I think it's because it's our Super Bowl that you're really seeing it. Bringing your egg. Well, then you were here. Oh. Then you George is here. I'm going to Yeah, but you. I am the evil power gamer. It's okay for me. It's not right. for everybody else. Right. So, well, a lot of people, you know, evil isn't... Uh, the coat we can wear. We, we're not. We're not comfortable wearing the the skin. Right? Oh, the bad guy. The bad guy. Only only certain people can fill those Some roles. people really enjoy it. And they sort of get off on it. Well, and we got. I will say, I think we have some of the baddest bad guys here. We've got obviously you're here. Oh yes. And we got Larry Essick. Oh yes. The greatest troll. The greatest troll of the internet. Yes, he's even better than me on the, on the yeah. internet. So we've got some. Matter of fact, we're in the same club. Grey Dragons. Oh, yeah, because you are. But we got our, we got our good guy with Drew Batty. Drew, if you guys don't know Drew, Drew's one of the nicest guys out there. Yeah, yeah, So, so what are you looking forward to this weekend? Seeing how my list does and how I want to adapt it afterwards. Because TNT's right around the corner, and that's another big one. I love seeing all the pretty armies. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but Billy's here. He's got a fantastic, beautiful army. Billy Smith? Yes, I mean, he's... The creamsicle, the creamsicle... Uh, oh, his dwarfs look so nice. I'll give you another one that I really love that I'm looking at is Mike Atkins' new um, Undead Army. Those ghouls are fantastic. Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah, really some real... People are... The new gamers are just putting it up such a level, man. I'm running out of tricks to keep ahead no, of these guys, Rob. we don't have any tricks. We don't have any tricks. You just got to find events with no soft scores. Well, see, I turned around... I stole from Flames of War. That's how I did my bases. Mm-hmm. Off of the truck that Flames Why don't of War you talk does. about your bases a little bit? Because I actually saw your display board at Masters. And I'm like, well, God, this is a pretty sweet thing. It's basically 2D painting on a flat surface. Yes. And, and you're giving off the board, illusion. Yeah, and it's like it was a – it's kind of a rocky texture. But why don't you kind of explain how you well, do it? Well, how I do it with um, – first of all – And we'll put – photos of it in the show notes so you guys can see it what i end up doing is i use a sponge just like they use um a painting sponge where a lot of people um the artists will do it's like for walls and stuff like that yeah yes but um who's that famous art uh, artist that does with a big foofy hair the beard the mustache does all the quick paintings bob ross bob ross well bob ross will take the sponges and you can turn around and just dab it onto it and you can get turn, turns around and if you turn around spray the paint on so you're spraying so if you use an airbrush you're, you're, yes I use an airbrush what I'll do is I first I'll do a black bow um, coat then I'll do spotches of brown dark brown right and then, you're airbrushing onto the airbrushing then I'm brown airbrushing on uh, another color right onto the sponge and I'm just dabbing it down and making a little twist right and then here's another little trick it takes you take um, cellophane wrap and with that, you turn around and you ball it so up. So you look like, just like a sponge. Just like it. that. And you do, but you get a different angle to right. it. And then how I end up doing my rocks is I use, um, I cut out a piece of cardboard, little rocks designs, hold it up, do a little spray over it. With an airbrush. Yep. Do a little, and wish call it. And then I just paint a little black on the corner to give it some depth. 
and there you sit there and go. So what, what the hardest ask, thing really is is doing the outside of the bases because you have a little black edge. I have black edge around it, so what I use is painter tape to go around it and then turn around. Do so it. why do you enjoy doing that? First of all, first of all, I'm retired. I'm a former sheriff deputy, yeah. and I also did 25 years in the reserves and the active army. So I have so much time on my hands. But for me, I deal with PTSD, so this is a good way for me to deal with PTSD and deal with stress. Yeah, it's just a relaxing yes, thing. it really is. What do, you, fact, what do you like about painting. the the 2D bases that you couldn't get with traditional basing? What's different about it? What's Why do you like it? Does that make sense what I'm asking? Yeah, well, see, what it is, I try to do something different that everybody else could do. First of all, mm. I'm, Oh, we're going to steal it. Don't get me wrong. Um, Once Billy sees it, he's going to he's gonna steal your idea. Hey, Billy's a little genius. But here's the thing is, so many people, you'll see the exact same thing. So you want your army to stand out a little bit? Yeah. And I went to a local hobby store in Myrtle Beach, and I stole the idea from a guy that was playing Flames of War, and he was doing it on his tanks. I said, how'd you get that design on your tanks to make it camouflage like that? And he told me. With the sponge and shell. Yes, and I started to do it, and I just... Turned around, copied it. Right. So, and it looks really good. So, if you, pictures will be in the show notes. Uh, what other events? You mentioned TNT. What's on the rest of the year for George O'Connell? So, people that may not be able to stand in, in the presence of evil can avoid you. <laughs> you want to turn around. TNT is one of my favorite events. It's wrestling theme. I grew up as a huge wrestling fan. That's why I got the heel. Uh, are you gonna George Animal Steel again, or what are you? What are you? Um, no, I'm just calling myself the heel. I'm going to have a little mask. Okay. So you're going to be like your own character. Yeah. I'm just going to put a well, mask on me so I look better so. looking. You right. know what? I am definitely different. It's not my fault, people. Mom and dad dropped me a bunch of times. They had slippery oh. hands. So yeah, TNT, that's in August. And yes. And what's after that? Then I am going to the Keystone. That's in, uh, Harrisburg? Or Hershey? Yes, Hershey? it is. I'm going up to the Keystone. They got a cool little thing where you can throw, you know how, um, TNT's doing the wrestlers? Right. You well, they're doing, Yeah. Well, they're doing like on one of your horde units, you can either make it fearless or you can turn around and give it plus one to defense, but oh it can't God. go up to defense six. So it's got to stop five. Yeah. And there was one other thing they could besides fearless, but they were all really cool little things right, that you could awesome. add. So basically, it's a cool little thing just to make something different. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's at 2150 that tournament. It might be 22. And then what's after that? After that, I'm just going to probably slow down a little bit. Um, slow down. I'm not sure what I'm going to do after those ones. Those are the ones that I'm, that I'm going to be paid for and going to be done in advance. Awesome. So, and then Masters next year, are you ready? Are you excited? Are you pumped? If I make the Mid Atlantic team, Region is getting really good. So. And that was Mike Stottlemyre back there being jealous because I've made the Masters every single year and he hasn't. Are you excited about the possibility of going to Masters up in upstate New York? Cause yeah, that's, that's my your old stomping grounds, yes. right? I'm born and raised in Syracuse, New York, so it'll be nice to make my um, stomping grounds. And I've done pretty good at the crossroads before back in the day playing playing that evil, crazy game, that company that I hate oh, now. Oh, Warhammer. Yeah. Yeah. I got so, a best general up there you before. You did? Well, good. We talked about armies. We talked about builds. Terrain's good. The terrain here is really nice. Yes, it is. Terrain's very nice. People with these 3D printers are just going crazy. So, I mean, you're really seeing some good things. That's the biggest thing about this game is even, like, when I go down and um, to, to a local hobby store at Myrtle Beach, they don't have the great terrain that we have at these events. Right. I mean, it's really good. Like, the Vanguard GT probably had the best set of terrain I've seen. I'll give you another one that's really good is the Unplugged Gamers. Their terrain set board mm-hmm. so good. But everyone's – look at – even yourself, Rob, yeah, it's with the tournament you set. I mean, yeah, has, holy cow, has, you guys have gotten so good at doing the terrain. I think it has to do with the TOs. The TOs like terrain. They like to do it and like to have nice tables, though. Well, oh, this game is so fun. Like, like we can 
hobnotch that this is too powerful or this is too good. Like whenever someone says that's good, <clears throat> what they mean is it's broken and cheesy. But it's the most balanced game out there. Yeah. And the rules committee really cares about us. Uh, Mantic themselves cares about us. We're very lucky. So yeah. as gamers, I, I really like where the hobby's going. Yeah. And we're seeing some new fresh blood coming in now. There is younger players coming in playing yes. games. I think it's because the game is easier. It's accessible. It's not as complicated as some of the games we've played in the past. Yes. And, well, you don't have to remember all these different rule sets. And like me, I'm an old-timer. Matter of fact, the guy that I drove up with, I'll give you a quick little story. This is how goofy I am. I go out to get my board out of the car, get my castle out of the car. I'm at the wrong truck that I drove because I was in the vehicle driving too. Hitting it with the key, trying to open it up, and I'm in the wrong vehicle. And it's like, oh, there's it over there on the side. I mean, just old and forgetful. So I can't have all these billions of rules. Absolutely. Third edition, it's on the horizon. Yes. Give me uh, your wish list and a couple things. All right. I'm going to look at this as a power gamer, okay? And I am one of the most notorious power gamers out there. And to stop it, what I would sit there and do, like, let's give an example. The first thing I would stop is shooting. I'd make so you can only have so many shots per round. I'd cut it off at 50. Now, if you want to take 100 shots, you can. But you can only shoot 50 per round no matter what the situation is. That will really cut that down. Like for elf shooting, I know some people are talking about making it five with elite. I'd bring it down just to regiments. Um, you can't So, yeah, cords. so elf shooting, they hit on fours. So you, a couple ideas that I've heard is, you know, uh, don't give them hordes. Yes. Right one. Make them hit on fives, or maybe they don't have elite on the hordes. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's different little, little options. Tweaks, tweaks, the one I like the best is that you just can't take hordes for wish call. They're, they're still a good unit. You can yeah, still get it. You sure. can still get your points with that in the can. Here's another thing I would like to sit there and say: Do stop putting fearless on everything. The well, only thing I would have fearless on: If you got fearless, you can't march. That would be my rule. Or because well, I think shambling. it makes sense. The shambling unit would have fearless because oh, yes. they're like. These guys that are just shambling a horde, they don't care. But we're getting to the point now where we're seeing it Everybody's too much got, everywhere. Everybody's right. got fearless, yeah. And same thing like with Ensnare. Make <clears throat> Ensnare where it's special. And the well, biggest thing crushing is... Crushing Strength's another one. Everybody has Crushing Strength at this point. Oh, yeah. And so it's almost like uh, the game is played at a different level now. Yeah. Well, I think what the Rules Committee did on this last book, and this is my guess on it, yeah. because um, I really don't have the inside. Well, there's no inside them. baseball here. It's just it's just all, it's all speculation. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I think what they did was, you saw the elves were so good. You saw goblins were so good so what they did is they did a huge power creep with other armies with the formations but i think you're going to in the wrong direction you don't want to make everything too strong you want to make everything more balanced like the first book with the first rules of kings and the first changes i thought those were the Clash best kings one. 2017 yes i thought those were the best one and here's another thing go with three or two i was three of everything not just monsters right. or two of everything right and that way you make everybody uses a little bit more i think you'll make for a more balanced game it's going to really make a power gamer like me really change up my well because there's always going to be units that are more points efficient. They're going to slip through the cracks. Uh-huh. And at least if you say you only can have two of them or you only have three of them, it limits yes. the exploitation. Because, you know, like we said, there's armies here that have five or six of one thing because it's a really good thing. Yes. And it's effective, mm-hmm. but it's maybe a little less interesting on the table to play against because it's the same unit over and over Right. And, and over we're again. at the point in Manic now and with Kings of War, it's no longer just about you want someone to play with all their models it's yeah. about now just balancing the game because you got a, such a you got such loyal customer base right now we well, do but you don't play with mantic models what's up with that george i'll be honest with you i am retired 
Um, I'm on a small pension, and right now, if I was like to go yeah, but, get but you're, but, you're, but you're speaking Mantic's language, man. They're you know they're inexpensive, they're accessible. This, um, this would be goblins have came out and they got the Vanguard. I'm looking forward to adding some of those. Some those of those are models. awesome. I'll give you another one that I really want. I'll give you a perfect example where I would buy it over and over. Mm-hmm. There is a cool Goblin Mantic model that is a he's on a little airplane like yeah. a glider, and then he's flying. He's if the they would have brought that up, first of all, it's such a beautiful model. I don't play Vanguard, but I play Kings of War. If you would have a rule set with that, and maybe, I would be boom, boom, boom. I would be lying that. Well, because you're a power gamer, you'd probably take five of them. No, I'm going to go to three because I don't think power gamers should. I th- I'm hoping that oh, third edition that it comes down to You three. have no self-restraint. Come on, George. Hey, really? Listen, it's the rules committee's job to make the rules, so it's and it's Bruce my job. to restrain you. Right, <laughs> but you need more power gamers. I'm telling you how to stop the power game. Oh, okay. That's All what right. I've been trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you what would... Make it harder for me to do it. Absolutely. Because you got people like me, and that's what we're going to do. Me and Mike Stoudemire, we're the two big, biggest power gamers out there. Well, you got Mike Austin here. He's another power gamer. He's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, but not as bad as Mike Stoudemire. <laughs> but, yeah, Mike Austin is pretty good. So what other kind of tweaks to the game would you like to see in third edition? <sighs> you know, the game is so good right now. I'd like to see a rule of three or a rule of two. Right, so we talked about that. Like just, yeah, I, that's, have, that's the big one that I want to see. I would like to see a number of shots that breakdown that we talked did, about. Did, yeah. And how it's so hard to improve on this rule set because it's so good and it's such a methodical game where it may, really makes you think and where mistakes really can come back and haunt you. Mm-hmm. I'd say bring the power creep down. That's my, that's my biggest thing. Like, I do like allies. I like the way they do with that. So, really, I think it's a great game. If, if I didn't think it was such a great game, I wouldn't be so invested. Well, yeah, because if not, you'd be playing Ninth Age. No, we're way better. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this man was leading the charge over here to um, back when back when people were were talking about which system are we going to try out. One of the biggest guys pushing for the Mantic and Kings of War was my man Rob. Matter of fact, I sat down. And I talked well, I to think you about for it me before. it's just Kings of War is easier to understand. It's With Warhammer, there's a lot of times where I'm like, I don't understand what these rule interactions didn't make sense. And every army was so different right. that you had to know. You had to buy 20 different books, study 20 different Absolutely. books to know. It's just so. It's just a great game. So, Manic people, thank you very much for all the things you guys do for the hobby. Yeah, it's a great game, and we look for. I look forward to third edition. It's going to be an interesting time. Oh, it's you know what? I got a lot of faith in that rules committee. They do a really good job. Even Jeff Swan. I love Jeff Swan. Jeff Swan's one of the best painters out there. One of the best guys out there. But those Texas guys, they like that power creep. I mean, man, um, I feel like if I lived in Texas, I'd be right at home. <laughs> so, right, right. Final thoughts? Final thoughts? I'm looking forward to having just a great weekend. Um, a lot of beautiful armies here. A lot of good guys. Really talented players. I really think this tournament is up for grabs because there's like eight, nine different armies that are really strong. But I think it's all about the path that you get. Matchups, right? Right. Like I, There's four of the undead armies. I wouldn't be surprised if an undead army breaks through this time with the right matchups. Right. Because I think that Lady Leona's formation and the other things you could place with it, this could be the tournament. So we'll see what happens. Awesome. Well, best of luck, George. Rob, best of luck to you too, Thank buddy. You, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. 
music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.